It is wonderful to gather together every Sunday on the Lord's Day and to hear the Lord speak to us. It says in this parable that he addressed it to his disciples. That means this parable is addressed to you and to me. And notice how often Jesus presents two ways or two kinds of people, always making sure that it's very clear which is the right way, which persons we should be like, and what he prays we will choose. And so as we listen to this parable, all of us, all of us were finding our hearts desiring to be among the wise virgins and not wanting to be among the foolish who have no oil in their lamps to whom the Lord says, I do not know you and to be shut out of the kingdom of God. There's not a single person here this morning that wants that to happen. This word and this title, virgin, from the perspective of faith, is a very beautiful gift. It is a heroic, noble virtue held by the church in the highest esteem, great and wonderful. But notice how Satan so often takes <clears throat> the things of God, things that are beautiful, things that are sacred and holy, things that are lovely, and he will contaminate them disfigure them, tries to corrupt them and destroy them. Look at how virginity is perceived in our culture, how it is mocked, looked down upon, made fun of, seen as a weakness that someone should try to overcome reduced to meaning nothing more than someone who has not yet had intimate physical relationships. But from the biblical perspective, virginity applies to someone who is saving their heart and their body for one person their future spouse. And it later came to refer to those who experienced a calling to consecrate themselves to the Lord in a way that they live only for God. And God often gives that grace to certain people. In the broadest biblical sense, it refers spiritually to Israel. 
Israel was to be in relationship with God, to come before the Lord with a virginal heart, to love one God and God alone, and not to be chasing after other lovers, false gods. And this understanding has now transferred to the church that Christ has instituted. Jesus Christ, the bridegroom, the church as the bride. In the incarnation, God and humanity are wedded together. And it's on this altar at every single mass that this relationship, which is like a marriage of God with us, is renewed. Where Jesus renews his love over us. This is my body given up for you. This is my blood shed for you. Jesus gives himself completely to us. And according to this parable, he's looking for a response. A response to his love. He wants to see love returned. As one saint said, Lord, let my heart be like the candle before the tabernacle, always aflame and burning with love for you. And it's in a certain moment at the Mass where we can fill our souls with oil, our lamps, so that they can burn all throughout the week, that we can offer that love continually to Jesus in all areas of our life. Renewing our consecration to come to this altar with a virginal heart where we live only for God, not for money, not for pleasure, not for the material things of this world, not for status and prestige, and strictly speaking, not even for another person. We live only for God, and everything comes under that like an umbrella. And so, when the gifts are being offered, what are we going to put on this altar? Am I willing to put all my money, all my possessions, again on this altar, realizing it's all a gift? so that through the week I can show my love for the Lord in that flame burning in my heart by using what God has given me generously, living them in such a way that I become rich in good deeds and invest in the kingdom of heaven, storing up treasure in heaven by how I live here, 
Am I willing to put my body on this altar which belongs to God first and by his grace to show my love in living a life of chastity and purity by his grace guarding my thoughts guarding my eyes guarding my heart never objectifying or using another person Am I willing to put my recreation and my work on this altar so that I live them in a way that is pleasing to the Lord, that glorifies God? Am I willing to put my time on this altar which belongs to God? And to organize my time around prayer. To organize my time around prayer. In order to keep God central and first. The moment when our lamps can be filled with oil. So that they can burn in all those little acts of living out this total consecration of living for God alone. Lord, let my heart be like this candle that burns in front of the tabernacle, always burning and aflame with love for you. Amen.